Let's bow our heads. I'm going to need a clicker because it's not showing up on my iPad. So somebody bring me a clicker. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, first of all, thank you so very much for being an amazing God. Lord, you have been so good to us. We can't thank you enough. Through all the ups and downs, uh, you've been so consistent in our life. We thank you for trusting us with your spirit. Believing and knowing that we'll do what's right in the hearts and minds of people. So, Lord, thank you. And we give you praise, glory, and honor. And Lord, we ask you to speak today to someone's hearts and someone's mind. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God is an amazing God, and he does amazing things. Uh, we're in this series, the I Am's of Christ, the seven I Am's of Christ. Uh, so the, the thing that's important for us to understand that uh, Jesus told us that he is the way, uh, the truth, and the life. He said, no man comes to the Father except through him. So we want to talk about that. We want to talk about Christ, and we want to talk about challenging times and how to have your faith uh, in him and lean into him. I want to thank all those out there in social media that following us. I want to thank all you all that came here today uh, to hear the message of the Lord. And I hope your heart is transformed. You guys are amazing people, and God loves you so much. And you have to know that in spite of everything that's going on, despite the gas prices constantly going up, despite uh, the bags of chips that's half full of air and half full of chips. <laughs> right? It's called, a, they said, uh, a shrink session, right? Uh, so we're in, a res- we're in a recession where things are getting smaller and the prices are going up. Uh, but here's the beauty of God, man. God is always making a way, right? Despite whatever happens in the recession, whatever happens going on with the gas prices, the food, it doesn't matter. God keep on providing. He is a way maker. Uh, the greatest thing that ever happened to me in my life uh, other than marrying Ardina uh, and giving birth to AJ and Anessa, the greatest thing that ever happened to me in my life by far was my relationship with Jesus Christ. He is the most important. It's because of him I got the blessed honor of getting Ardina as a wife. The people that know us know that there was no way on God's green earth that I should have had Ardina, right? And they said, a lot of people came and said, oh, we need to check this out for real. Uh, did she really marry that man? Yes, she did, right? It was, it was such a gift, and it was all because of God. Everything I have is because of him. Everything that goes on in my life is because of him. This church, you all coming here to hear me, is a, is a blessing from God. I don't take it for granted, and it's all because of him. He is the way maker. I, I want you to hear me well. He's the way maker. Uh, the message is, I am the way, the truth, Mickey, and the life. Here's Jesus talking, right? And when you read St. John, that 14th chapter is very powerful, and we hear it at funerals all the time, and we're going to kind of like walk through it so we can get through it, because I think it's really good and it's going to be life-changing, right? Uh, in St. John, uh, the first chapter, right, the first chapter uh, in verse number uh, 14, all right, here's what it says. So the word, everybody said the word. 
So the word became a human. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. So the word was in heaven with God, right? Uh, And the word was God, right? But this verse is so important, Kim. It says, so the word became human and made his home among us. God thought it was important enough for him to come down in the earth and make a difference in the life of people because people had fallen away. And he goes on and says, he was full of, now this is the most important part, I think. He was full of unfailing love, right? So he came down here, right, full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. This is John talking. And he's talking about Christ. And that's important for us to understand. Right? Now, when you read Genesis chapter 1, it says, uh, God created man in his image, in his likeness. But he made some, he made a statement. He says, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. Right? And then he wanted to give them dominion in the earth. So when the fall had taken place, it caused man to kind of fall out of relationship with God. But God, being almighty God and gracious, he wanted us to really uh, have our place in the earth and move according to the way he planned. He wanted Satan to know there's no way that you're going to run this show. I'm running the show. So he created us in his image in the image of a human being, which is a spirit inside of an earth body. So we are really earth suits with a spirit inside of us. It's important because you got to realize what spirit is driving the car. That's important for you to understand that. So I want you to understand uh, Jesus is crucial, and he's extremely important. And that's why he told them when you read it, uh, he says, I am the way. I'm the one. The only way you're going to get to God is you got to come through me. And the only way it makes sense to you, you have to understand that uh, this verse right here, where the word became human and it came down into the earth for one purpose really only, really to save us because we were in trouble, right? Uh, In John, the 10th chapter, Jesus is talking and he says, this is, yes, I am the gate. I'm the pathway. I'm the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. Now, remember that the whole mission is to build this relationship. Jesus' whole mission was to try to get us, man, to get into a relationship with God and realize, man, that we are spirit beings. He wanted us to know, man, that we were spirit beings, and our father is the husband, man. He's the one. All right? And he wanted us to understand that. That was so important. He says, those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and will find good pasture. They mean, they're going to be taken care of. Those who come through me, listen to my teaching, follow my teaching, and understand who I am, they're going to have a pretty good, good life. They're going to have a good pasture. They don't have to worry about anything. I'm going to take care of them. Remember the, the 23rd Psalm? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I don't have to fear no evil because God is with me, right? He's talking about his rod and his staff, right? But he talks about the green pastures. He talks about the still waters. God is going to take care of you. 
through Jesus Christ and his teaching, follow Jesus all the way back to the first century, and you realize what God wanted us to know is that we're special, and he loved us so much. And he let us know, I'm in charge of everything. Follow my son. He's going to teach you righteousness. Now, listen to me. This is important. Don't listen to people who try to lead you or do things contrary to God in the name of God. So you got people who call themselves saved and and they're so religious, and their whole mission is to kill, steal, and destroy. They beat up on people based on their race. They beat up on people based on their sexuality. They beat up on people, man, based on whether you're male or female, whether you're gay or straight or LGBTQ. They want to beat you down because they want you to be like them. And if you're not like them, uh, you're not saved. So they spend their time trying to destroy you. God don't destroy nobody. God's mission is to love people and care for people because his whole thing is I put my spirit inside of you for you to be a success. I didn't create you to fail. I never created you to fail. And I didn't create you to go around trying to make people fail. So I don't know who you think you are. Are you so saved and sanctified and Holy Ghost filled that you can go around and hurt people and talk about people and run them down as though you right? Don't make me pull the blanket off you and tell the truth. You so self-righteous. He said, don't, 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 don't make me expose you. Right? It's important that you just love people and let me clean them up. So Jesus, and that's why Jesus ran into a lot of issues, because Jesus was going around, man, people who everybody thought was an outcast back then that wasn't no good, Jesus was embracing. Right? He was putting his arms around them, and the religious community said, oh, no, why you hang with sinners? Why you hang? He said, listen, I didn't come for those people who are already well. I come for the people who may have some issues in life. Right? So even if you was a, 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 a woman of the night and you was out there sleeping with different people and everybody knew it, he says, where are the ones who are trying to accuse you? He said, and, and I forgive you too, lady. But not us. We want to keep them down and kick them instead of loving them through. And he'll do it. Stay with me. Now, this is Jesus. Now, he said, I'm the way. I am the way. He said, it's through me. It's through my teachings. So, and so when he, when he talks about it, he wants us to understand that God loved you so much that he sent his son. Right? Now, it's important because in St. John, the 14th chapter, hear me well as you go back to the first century and it makes sense to you. It says, don't let your heart be troubled, religious people, disciples, people that say, don't let your heart be troubled. Trust in, I mean, you trust in God and trust also in me. Now, he says important because you believe God, but you need to believe me as well. If you don't believe me for what I say, believe me for the works that I do. Right? Just follow my works. You don't, have to, you, don't, you don't think I'm the Messiah? Look at my track record. My integrity speaks for itself. They don't want to recognize me as the Messiah, but just follow my track record. And, show, and the only body found anything wrong with him was the people that was wrong. Because they was concerned about power and prestige. 
and they didn't want to lose their power, right, and prestige. And Jesus said, listen, I don't care about power and prestige. I left heaven to come down here for you. He said, I'm the way. So God wanted us to know how to do it. God wanted us to know how to do business. So he says, listen, the best way for me to do it is I got to create a body for me to go down into the earth so they can see what it's all about, and he's going to do it. Won't he do it? Yes, he did. Now watch what Jesus says in the 14th chapter and verse number 6. Jesus talking to them, and the disciples who have been following Jesus for three years have been watching him, right? And they were asking the question, is Jesus about to die? And they don't want to really, they really had a lot of faith in Jesus and had a lot of confidence in him and his leadership and everything else. And they really was afraid of the religious community. And they didn't know what was going to happen, man, when Jesus leave. And Jesus had already announced his death. He said, I'm about to leave here. And they were scared to death because they knew he had a lot of power. And they was tough as long as the leader was there. But the leader is about to leave now, right? And now they're a little nervous and shook up. So Jesus was talking to them. And so one of them said, uh, where you going? Uh, and he said, listen, I'm going to prepare a place for you. Right? Uh, uh, and I, but I'll be back. No, don't leave. He said, but I'll be back. Right? But they were nervous and they were scared. So he says, uh, he says but I am the way. He said, we don't know which way you're going. What, how do we don't know the way? What's the pathway? How do we get there? I, we don't know. He said, I'm the way. It's, there's no pathway. He said, I am the pathway. Because Jesus had incarnated, God had incarnated himself, and he came in the form of a human. Right? And then he incarnated himself. He says, listen, follow my teaching, and my teaching is life-changing. It's not a person in this room that's for real. Has had an encounter with Christ and can find any fault in him. A lot of times we want to blame him for things, man, that people did. So people do things really wrong, and they hurt people, and they blame God because somebody else was evil, and they did it. You know, and some people are real bold, Edis. They bold, and they say, if God was God, why did he let them let this happen to me, right? They don't say that when they do something wrong. They say, well, if God is God, why he let me do this to them? They don't say that, then. They don't say it, then. They say, why it happened to me? Well, why did you do what you did? You love the Lord, and you still lie. You love the Lord, and you still cheated. Right? And so we blame God, but it's really that spirit that we made a decision, man, to walk contrary to God, and we allow Satan to trick us. Right? But Jesus, who had no sin, he came into the world. Right? So so when he talks about it, it's important uh, 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 I want to go to Ephesians so this makes sense to you, and then I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, let me go. I want to go to Isaiah. Let me let me. I gotta get get that. Oh man, I, I gave room. Um, in Isaiah, let me get this by in Isaiah chapter nine in verse number six. Isaiah chapter nine. All right, verse number six. Amen. And now here's what I, I don't even need to go through because I know it by heart. He said, "Unto us a child is born." Everybody said, "Child is born." Everybody said, "Child is born." Unto us a child is born. Now, he's about to introduce Christ into the world before Christ ever got here. So Isaiah, who's the eagle-eyed prophet, sees Christ before he ever get here. And here's what he says. says, Unto us a child is born. This girl, who's a virgin, is going to have a baby. 
and the baby, it's important that the baby be a human because God had gave the earth to humans. But the baby had to have a dual spirit, and the baby couldn't have no sin. So unto us, the child is born, but the son is not born. The son is given. So the girl was a virgin, and the son was given. So God overshadowed her, and the power of the Holy Spirit impregnated her, and she gave birth to this baby, and this baby was going to run the government. And he's going to run the show. And they're going to call him a mighty God, a great counselor. And he's talking about your great teacher, your great leader, your great advisor, the one that was going to lead you. If you get your eyes on him and follow him, you would never go wrong. And Isaiah was talking about Christ. Everybody said Christ. So he's introducing Christ into the picture. And when he was introducing Christ into the picture, he said, listen to me. It's important because he is the one that's going to lead you and guide you in the way of God. So now we're in a time now, man, when the information age, so much information is coming at us from so many different ways that uh, we're following this person and that person and this person. But a lot, remember now, they said the Antichrist, everybody said Antichrist. They said the Antichrist was coming. Anti mean against Christ. So you got a lot of people out there now is against Christ. But they're against Christ, but Christ is the one. He's done nothing to nobody. All he did was teach us how to become better equated or better uh, in a better relationship with God. His mission was to bring us into a relationship with God. So when they killed him on the cross, he said that the curtain was ripped from top to bottom and it was open and gave us direct access to God that we can go to God on our own. And we don't have to go to him. He gave us direct access to the Father. He opened the door for us. Right? That's why, that, that's why I love him so much because he gave me direct access to the Father, Brad, and the Father gave me the Holy Spirit. And when he gave me the Holy Spirit, I was like, MC Hammer, you can't touch this now. You can't touch it now because I got the power of God living on the inside of me. And greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And, and, and the more you follow the teachings of Christ and you follow what he taught us, everything he taught us was about loving and caring for people. That's why he says, I'm the way. Follow me. Follow me. I'm going to show you how to love people. Because everything, listen to me, I don't care how deep you are. Hear me out. Some people are super deep. All right? They spiritually, I mean, they, they, I mean, they deep, deep. But don't nobody care about what you know. They want to know is what you know, how does it impact your relationship with me? How do you treat me? Now, you can, have, you can talk about God all you want, but when you hurt me and run me down and steal from me and take from me, your religion don't mean a hill of beans. You can talk God all you want. What you're going to do is drive me away from God, your God and any other God. Because what happens to people, what they don't realize is while you're trying to bring people to God and you're beating somebody else down, yes, you make them uh, uh, abandon it, but they abandon all of them. They say, I don't want to deal with none of them. Right? And Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. I'm the way. I'm the way to God. I'm the one that's going to show you that you got to have this relationship with God, and God love you so much. Everybody say, God love you. So now, 
In John 3.16, which is a very familiar passage of Scripture before I read Ephesians, it said, for God so loved the what? He loved the world so much that he gave us his son. Why did he give us his son? So, number one, if you're stressed out and you got anxiety in your life and your world is going upside down, he'll be a God of peace. It's just something about, man, having a relationship with Christ give us a calmness. When I'm, in, when I'm all stressed out, if I can get along with Christ, if I can get along and spend time with Christ, it does something for me. So he's a peacemaker. He's a calmness. Listen, I, we, I, we just got a, a, a message the other day. One uh, of our rising stars, rising star, Mickey, the girl is a, was a genius. Brilliant young girl, 29 years old, superstar. I met her. She was a church planner. She found this church called the Freedom Room in Detroit, and she was the bomb.com. And when I met her, I was just mesmerized by her, and I just had to pull her off when we got out of the conference to the side and just talk to her because this young girl was, like, special, right? Uh, and the other day, Idina called me and said they found her dead, and they think it was suicide, <clears throat> Now, the, uh, the, the thing is that the enemy, they said, I come to kill, steal, and destroy. The, the thing that will give you peace, if you don't stay focused, Jesus says, you got to keep your eyes on me. You got to stay focused on me because Satan is trying to pull you this way. And the minute, I don't care who you are, the minute you pull away from righteousness, whenever you say, something's going to come and try to bring some stress on you, bring stuff on you and make you think, this is too much. I can't handle this here. I, and they, and they, they, the doctor's going to give you more pills. They're going to give you all that. But you don't need, you just need him. He said, I'm the way. He, 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 he said, I'm the way. And, and my heart is just, to see how he attacks us in so many ways. And we got to have a focus on him. Listen, I have to spend time with him. In prayer. None of us are exempt. Because the pastor ain't nothing but a title, y'all. It's really about my relationship with God. It's important. I, I, I'm no closer to God than you are. We, we have to spend time and we have to take and follow our leader and focus on Christ and keep our eyes on him. And then when things come, you can tell the devil, get back, Satan. Because, listen, the more you connected with Christ and the more you follow him, the more you can identify Satan when he's coming. How many people didn't seen him when he was coming? You saw him. Yeah. You recognize him when he was coming. You got to keep your eyes on him. You know, uh, uh, on the news the other day uh, in Alabama, uh, Satan snuck into the church and killed two people. He walked in with another shooting. Uh, he got in the mind of someone who decided that they had the right to hurt somebody else. But that, that, that's what he do. He tried to get us off track. He tried to ruin our families. He tried to ruin our... You, that's why Jesus said, you got to say, I don't care who you are. Nobody's exempt. The, when you pull away from him, and the more you pull away from him, they're going to slip stuff in over. He's going to slip. It's going to be all right. Yeah, you can do this. Here. And then you realize, how did I get there? How did I get there? And, 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 and Jesus says, stay focused. Times are tough, but stay the course. You got to stay focused. And the only way you can make it in this day and time, because you don't have enough money, the only way you can make it in this world, you got to trust him. Right? And so listen to what he says in Ephesians. He brought 
this good news of peace to you Gentiles who were far away from him and peace to do uh, to the Jews who were near. Look at verse 18. Now all of us can come to the Father. Come to who? The Father. Jesus was always trying to direct us to God. His mission was never to direct us to him. He was always trying to direct us to God, right? Now this is what he says. Through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. Because what Christ did was he opened up the door for us to receive the power of God in our lives. Prior to Jesus, the Holy Spirit didn't live in everybody. So now when you accept him and his teachings and follow him and believe it, he comes inside of you and I tell you, there's nothing like the power of God working in your life. It's nothing like it. So you got to follow him. That's why Jesus said, I'm the way. The reason he said, I'm the truth, because back then, the Jews were getting so much information. Is he really the truth or is he a lie? He said, check my track record. Nicodemus knew it. Nicodemus knew who Jesus was. Right? That's why when all the rest of the Sanhedrin court was tripping and was trying to kill him, uh, 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 he was... Meeting, at, meeting with him at night and says, Jesus, we know that you are special and you come from God. So what he says, I want to, I need to be following you because I think you're the pathway to where I need to go. And here's the beauty. Um, in Hebrews, he says, here's what he says in Hebrews. And so, dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. Because of the sacrifice that Jesus did, now we can come into, we can come in direct relationship with God. I can go directly to, I don't really need you to pray for me even though sometimes I ask you. Because I can go directly to God because of what Christ did. I have the, now, because of what Christ did, I can go directly to God. Now, some people say, well, I can get there, man, without going through Jesus. I ain't ain't arguing with you. I'm not here to debate with you. I'm just telling you, it's a tough road trying to get there another way, right? And and the thing is, uh, most everybody else uh, takes this teaching because everything about his teaching is love, everything. Then he says, but by his death, Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. He gave us direct access to God. I'm the way. Thank you. My mic going out? Hold on. Let me, hold on. Let me take this off. I like this. It made me feel important when they come up to you. Hold on. I feel like a pastor now. So use this mic. He said, just in case. All right. All right, now, so so it's important for us to understand that Jesus is the way. And I want to convince you all. Now, if you're not convinced that Jesus is the way, right, if you're not convinced, I want you to think about something. There was a time when you was not saved. Some of you are in a situation and you prayed to Jesus 
And you ask them, Lord, if you just help me this time. And here's the thing. And he did. You got on your feet and things were a little shaky. And you got off course. And you had to say it again. And because God loved you so much, he heard your cry again. And he delivered you. And he set you free. Right? And, 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 and he came alongside you. Now, here's what he says. All right? We, we, uh, this is important. Look at Matthew. He says, so when you have Christ, raise your hand if your money is shorter than your bills is long. Now, a lot of times, maybe we're dealing with stuff. Now, listen, I, I said this before. A lot of us are going to school, and we don't have $100,000, but we're still going. You know, uh, uh, Dad and the grandson is here from Cornell University. It costs so much money to go to Cornell. It's scary, right? But he graduated. Stand up, brother. Stand up, my man. Y'all give him a hand. Cornell graduate. Brandon, stand up, Brandon. These young men both graduated. They didn't have no money. They was broke. Hey, you know, it costs so much money. Y'all, it costs so much money if you didn't go to school. Their parents didn't have enough money if they saved it all. But God made a way. Listen to me. Here's what he says. So don't worry about these things. This is what Jesus said. If you follow me and trust me, he said, don't worry. Saying, what will you eat? What will you drink? Or what would you wear? What he's saying is, don't worry about your basic needs. You know, I would have Sister Smith, if she's feeling better, have Sister Smith stand up because she's in the hospital in Chicago for a month. And, you know, I went to the doctor for a headache, and the bill was $400. She was in there for some, with some real serious stuff with a whole lot of doctors, and I don't even know what the bill was. But I, one thing I do know, she didn't have that kind of money. But God made a way because here's what happened. When you give your life to him, He'll take care of you. He said, don't worry. He said, these things dominate the thought of unbelievers. They worry about those, but not the believers. We should never be worried about those things because if we follow Jesus' teaching and follow him, he'll make somebody who got give. He'll make sure when you're hungry, somebody's going to feed you. Right? And, 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 and some people who said it, now listen, I'm, I'm going to say this real quick and I'm going to run over it. Some people who are hungry, uh, 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 they're not really hungry. They just sold their food stamps. Because they had enough to cover the whole week, the whole month, but they filled up the grocery in the first two weeks and sold the second half, forgot it was another half. But, 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 but God is so faithful, even in your ignorance, he still provided Everybody's a real talk. Now, so it's important that Jesus, now listen, because Jesus took care of you because he know you love him, right? And listen, having, listen, having a relationship with Christ may open up doors of opportunity in his teaching, and it's about right. He said, you don't have to worry about nothing, right? And then he says, and he wraps it up with this here. He says, seek the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom? I want God to be the governing force in my life, and then I don't have to worry about nothing in life. 
If he was my teacher, if I follow him and realize he's the way, I don't have to worry. I can go to bed at night even if I don't have enough because I know he has enough because everything, everything belongs to him. Can you imagine this here? You got everything in the house. Uh, you ain't got nowhere to stay, and you go over to your mama's house, and it's four beds, and you don't have nowhere to sleep. And But you know y'all got a good relationship. You just watch TV because you know what's going to happen, Kim. When I get tired, I'm... Because they got a bed for me, right? That's how God is for you. He said, I got everything. He said, listen, I got everything. Some of you all, I love... All of you all, I love you so much, I even gave you even though you don't deserve it. He said, but the more you follow me, then I give you some bonus stuff. He said, if you seek me first in my righteousness, right? What does that mean? Everybody, unfailing love. Everybody say unfailing love. Not just for God, for people. The evidence that you're following Christ is how you treat people. The real evidence, if you're a follower of Christ, is how you treat people. That's the key. The key is treating people. I beg you, you know, uh, my daughter's here. I told my daughter, I, I said, Nessa, she got a job as a social worker in Detroit. I said, Nessa, whatever you do, she was stressed out one time. And she's doing CPS. She's doing CPS now, but she's doing foster care and all that. And I called her on the phone. I said, Nessa, Dad, she called me on the phone. And, you know, we cool like that, right? And she said, Dad, this is, you said so, Dad, this is. I said, Nessa, just remember this. Serve the people on behalf of the king. That's all you got to do, Nessa. You just serve the people. God bless you with the resources. And she called me the other day, and she said, ooh, Dad, I, I couldn't believe I was going to make this much money. Because she was working for uh, one of the little convenience stores, and she was making like $12 an hour. She thought she was rich. She thought she had it going on. That's because she was still living in the dorm, and I was paying the bills. <laughs> so she thought she was living large. She said, Dad, I got some money. I can do this. I said, no, you can't. <laughs> she called me the other day, and she said, ooh, my God, my income going to be this. I can't believe it. That's why I said, Nessa, serve the people. As you serve the people, God is never going to let you go without. So what Jesus is telling us, he said, I am the way. I am the truth. You're going to hear about a lot of different people and a lot of different things. He says, but I want you to compare me to all of them. And where's the comparison? He says, my track record speaks for itself. Everything I touch is better because of me. Everything I touch is better because of me. It's like somebody said, everything I touch turned to gold. Everything. He took a nothing when everybody thought you was nobody and made you somebody. You know, People say you were nothing, and then God says, yes, you are. You didn't even think you was anybody, but God made you somebody. And then he gifted you to, to, to go to school and learn, but what? Why did he do it? So you can be a blessing on behalf of him. 
That's why whatever you do, you got to mix it with Christ. Everything you do, whatever your job is, don't be mad about it. Mix it with Christ, and you're always going to have enough. Whatever it is, I don't care how much money you're making, if you mix it with Christ and serve the people like you serve in Christ, like he's your leader and you follow him, watch you get more than enough. I'm going to wrap this up with this. For God so loved the world that he gave you one of the greatest leaders humanity has ever seen. And the whole mission of that leader is to try to convince you that God is your father and he loves you so much that he want to give you his spirit so you can be a reflection of him in everything you do. And if you make the commitment, you would not ever have to worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear. If you trust this leadership and follow this leadership, I'm going to make sure you have everything you need. You're never going to go without. He says, I'll be a lawyer in a courtroom. I'll be a doctor in the hospital for the sick. You heard Sister Tracy stand up and we said her daughter was paralyzed from the neck down. They don't know what. She was in divorce with one of the best children hospital in the country. And they didn't know what. All I remember Tracy doing was calling me crying. said, but I know God will. Now, some people, when, when the girl came up here, some people like, oh, yeah, you know, until your child become paralyzed from the neck down. Until your, until your kid sick, sitting there and can't move. And then you said, God, won't rise. you said you'd do it. Tracy said it. Do it again. I'm telling you what God loved the truth because it happened to me. I used to say, ah, oh, he, he ain't like that until I had my knee surgery and the pain was a 10. And then the doc, and then I, when I got rid of a lady told me, she said, I asked the doctor, I mean, I asked the Lord to let my pain be a three. And you know, my pain never went over three. I, I was saying to my spirit, I don't know who you was talking to. <laughs> but that total knee replacement ain't nothing to play with. So when I went in for my second knee surgery and my third one, I asked the, I promise you, I, I said, God, if you did it for her, you can do it for me. I'm standing here in the pulpit. God is my witness. My pain never went, with two more total knee replacements, my pain never went above a three. I'm telling you. God would do it. I said, God, I live for you. That's all I know. Yeah. Commit your life. Follow him, everybody. Everybody said, follow him. Follow the leader. Jesus is the way, the truth, and he's the lifeline. He's your source. Anything he's source, he responds for resourcing. If you lean into him, he got you. If you lean in, young people, give Jesus Christ your life. Trust him with your life. And I promise you, you'll never, ever regret it.
Amen? Give the Lord a hand clap. Today, God has been so good to us. He's done so much for us. And every one of us, it's a blessing for us to be here today. We have to know one thing for sure. God loves us. And if we love him, we have to do for God what God do for us. He loves us. All he requires us to love him back. How do we love him back? By the way we treat people. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. That you treat people, man. Be a reflection of him. Please be a reflection of him. Everybody stand to your feet. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you know what the you know whoever you follow and who you listen to, whether it's your buddies, your friends, your mama, your cousin, and they lead you away from God and, and they cause you to do things contrary, I want to offer you Christ today and let him be the Lord of your life. Give your life to him today and let him lead you so you can love everybody the way God wants you to love them. And you'll be on the front lines loving. Please, make him the Lord of your life if you don't know him. Lord, we thank you for every single person here today. We thank you for those who are making a commitment to love you and to give their life to you and allow you to be the Lord of their life. We ask you to show yourself to them. Let them be real in that commitment to you. And Lord, whatever happens, please, Lord, keep your arms of protection around them as Satan tried to pull them one way or other. How he tried to get them to lean into their flesh. Lord, give them the power of the Holy Spirit to lead them and guide them in truth. Thank you for Christ and his teachings and everything he stood for. Thank you for giving us the example. Let us see. Thank you for the spiritual connection. Because of him, you gave us connection with the Holy Spirit to help lead us and guide us in all truth. We love you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Remain standing. It's offering time. Get a Lord a hand clap. I want to challenge you all to give God at least 